Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yes, so the lights go out. The game is over, and we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7, the game. Brad, he's going to go baseline to the rim, goes up, throws it outside to Jackson on the right wing to Bay. Shot clock at seven, got to go. Feeds over to Grant. It's a three look. It's going to be wide left. Rebound loose. Tip. Wiggins can't get it. Outside Joseph to Jackson. Pump fake. Fires. And it's a round and out. Loose ball. Taken by the Pistons. Far corner. Bay throws it up. The time is on. It's zeros on the clock. And the Warriors have won the game. The Golden State Warriors finish... This challenging four-game trip, including the back-to-back after taking care of Cleveland last night, having to go to Detroit without Steph Draymond, Otto Porter, the veteran, and, of course, Mr. Glue, the guy who keeps everything together, that being Andre Iguodala and the Warriors. Hang on, as you just heard, with a final score of 105-102 to to go to 13-2 and on the season. Hi again, everybody. Alongside Shamari Block, this is Dan Abone. Welcome to the Warriors postgame show. This was my kind of game, Shamari. I enjoy this sort of thing, right? You're taking on a team like that in Detroit. They've only won four games. Let's just even things out. We don't need Steph and Draymond tonight. Your thoughts on the big win. You ever take a long road trip, Dad, and you're like on there with a few people and and maybe one of the maybe one of the people in the car on the road trip, you're like, oh, I don't want them. Maybe it's a teenager. Maybe it's your buddy that's just crazy. Like, I don't want, I don't want it. But you you get towards the end of that trip and you're you're close. You're almost home and you're like, you look over at that person that you really didn't want to drive. You're like, "Hey, man, you got, you got, you got this, right? You got this." And that, and that's what <laughs> that's what Steph and them did to uh, to 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 uh, Wiggins, Wiggins and Poole and Kaminga and Beal. said, "You guys got this, right? It's been a long trip. I got my hips hurt, man. You got, you guys got this. It's the Pistons. It's the Pistons. You got this, and, and they got it. They got it." I also equate it because I know it's something you can relate to. We both have older brothers, but you have that older brother. And he's like, you know, substantially older, seven or eight years older, right? You got one of those. I have one of those. And they're like, I want to wrestle, but I'll make it even. I'll be on my hands and knees and I'll tie my (laughs) left arm behind my back. Let's go. That's what tonight reminded me of. They sort of even the playing field. 
all kinds of fun. We'll start things, first of all, with the absence, obviously, of Steph. Who's going to pick up the offense? Who's going to be the go-to guy? Now, quickly, two names surfaced. It's got to be Wiggins and or Jordan Poole have to play well, and they've got to be able to put the ball in the bucket and put up big numbers in terms of filling that void and supplying the points with the absence of Steph Curry and Jordan Poole. Returning back to Michigan, by the way, taking on the Pistons. Poole was big tonight with 32 points. He was. He was. And he was efficient. It wasn't. He wasn't a volume shooter. He took 19 shots. I'm sorry. He took 22 shots, scored 32 points. That is a Steph Curry stat line, right? Uh, Same thing for Wiggins. He took 19 shots. He scored 27. Nobody, nobody just took a bunch of shots. They, uh, those two both took 19 and 22 respectively. No one else took more than 10 shots. The ball was moving when guys passed up great shots to good shots to get great shots. They played Warriors basketball. They won the game. Now that that fourth quarter was scary. The the Pistons actually outscored the Dubs 32 to 19 in that fourth quarter, but the lead was so big at that point it didn't matter. Um, that was Dubs basketball. What about the defense? They held the, the Pistons to 40% from the field, 33% from three-pointer, and Draymond Green, the, the captain of the defense, he wasn't out there. They didn't have Draymond. You had JTA playing the J. Draymond role on defense. We, also, we had nine assists, and you look if you look at the stats, right, and you cover up the names, you cover up the names, and you look at the performances. You're like, okay, Wiggins. I see Wiggins, 19, 9 for 19, 27. That's Wiggins on a good night anyway. You, you look at uh, um, uh, 30, 22 shots uh, uh, from, uh, goodness, great. four from eight from three-point. You're like, okay, that's a step stat line. Then you look at uh, nine assists, six rebounds, and uh, two points. You're like, okay, that's the Draymond stat line, right? The, the role that these offenses, that each player fits. It was filled by another guy, and every guy stepped into that role almost perfectly. All right, we're just getting our feet wet. Phone line is open now. If you want to hit us up, 888-957-9570. You know the drill, 888-957-9570. If you want to chirp in and take part of the show and talk about tonight's big win, the road trip in which things started, don't forget, it was less than a week ago when they embarked on this thing on a Sunday night. And they took on LaMelo Ball and the Charlotte Hornets, and they lose some questions after that loss. And then, of course, on Tuesday night, two days later, in the marquee matchup, the game that everybody had been pointing at, a nationally televised audience watched them just wax the Brooklyn Nets, something we can get and revisit and get into once again. They follow that up with the back-to-back, as I talked about, the win over Cleveland, Juan Toscano-Anderson giving them that shot in the arm. And then follow that up tonight, concluding the road trip, with a win over the Detroit Pistons and doing it without the services, again, of Steph Curry, no Draymond Green, out was Otto Porter, and you are also without the services of the veteran Andre Iguodala. I want to go back to that fourth quarter, Shamari. They go into that quarter with a 16-point advantage, and this is why you can't simulate these sort of things when you're talking about putting Kaminga. And how about Moses Moody? we got to touch on this kid. Moody... Again, maybe not huge numbers, but just this guy's gait and his tempo and the way he handles things as a first-year player, you have to appreciate as well. But a 16-point lead going into that fourth quarter, and then they get challenged. Detroit sensing that, hey, listen, man, are these kids really going to come in here and do this to us? Let's show some pride. And they storm back. And then in a game that goes right down to the nub, back and forth, the Warriors somehow hang on on that final possession and they win it. What do you think of the medal? 
medal as an M-E-T-T-L-E that they demonstrated <laughs> towards the end of that contest. And was that some... Was that an ability for some of this, these younger players to grow up a little bit tonight? Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely had the opportunity, and I, and I don't know. I know you had to change your pants twice, but besides yeah. you, it was a growing experience for the kids. Yeah, and I don't know, really, if you, if you really think about it, I don't know that they, I mean, they just had a big lead, and they didn't blow it. But the, you, you look down the stretch, you look at some of the mistakes that were made, and, and they, they made them. That's it. They had they had built up enough lead, of enough of a lead so that they didn't have to. You know, it wasn't an issue. It wasn't an issue, and that's what you expect from these guys. That's why you need Draymond. That's why you need Steph. That's why you need Igadawa, who didn't play last night. And you get you have all these guys that 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 is their thing. They're there to close out games. The young dudes can hang. They can they can build a lead. They can't quite close it, and we don't need them to because because not only was Steph Curry not out there. Not only was Draymond, but you also didn't have Iguodala and Otto Porter Jr. And there were there were no adults in the room. Okay, the the, the kindergarten was being run by the kindergartners today, and I like what I saw. I if you want to if you want to nitpick, then yeah, that fourth quarter was not what you want. But again, they're, they're not going to be in that situation. The beauty of what I saw tonight was that in the in the middle of a game. You can play considerable amount of minutes with your backup guys, your young guys, your not star guys, and they can keep it going and they can even build up a lead, man. That's what you need out of these guys. That's what they showed tonight. And hey, hey, they got a W. They got a W. It, it was way closer than it should have been, but they got the W. Well, you knew Detroit would make a run. And I think that, again, putting young players or even players that have been in the league for a little while but don't have the experience of closing out games and or being on the floor in situations like this was absolutely priceless, which is why I love basketball games like this because you just, you're not going to get opportunities, many of them, to see the backups of the role players to close out games, nor are you going to want to. In fact, if you do, more frequently or more often than not, that means that something's gone wrong as far as injuries to some of your key players. But tonight... It was just simply rest, and then it was Steve Kerr saying, all right, I'm giving you kids and you veterans, the role players, the backups, an opportunity to start, close, and win this thing, and it turned out to be exactly as you draw it up. They stayed in front of this team and then put them in a, in a close situation towards the end of the contest to give them that experience as well. Just to look at some of the numbers, of course, Jordan Poole, as they talked about, with 32 points. Now, you know, this kid's still growing up. You can still see it, man. The guy is still going 150 miles an hour and still needs to slow down a little bit. But he's a scorer, and they needed his numbers tonight. And then Jordan Poole, part of those 32 points is that he's getting to the rim, man. He has that explosive step. But he knew that he had to carry the torch tonight and that he had to fill it up, and that's exactly what it is that he did. I, I like this guy and that he has this – I like the way he's wired. He still needs to grow up a little bit, and his game has just got to slow down. It's going to come. It's just going to take time. But they needed him to be big tonight, and he was. And then, of course, the veteran, Andrew Wiggins, he had to be big because there was only – you talk about the one adult. I think it was Andrew Wiggins, right? (laughs) Wiggins is the only guy of the regulars who gets substantial run and is a key component that was out there on the floor tonight, and he also was big tonight with 27 points. And then you're right. Everything else looked like Warrior Basketball of 2021. We got our points from Poole and Wiggins. They moved the basketball. And how about GP2? 
We can't leave him out of the mix because not only was he big defensively, as we've come to expect each and every night now with this guy, but he got an opportunity and he knew tonight that he had an, a chance and also a need to score offensively. Three threes. Three, but three for four. He didn't take six threes. He didn't take seven threes. He was three for four, and he hit him when he was open. When he was open, he hit them. And if you can get that from GP2 for the rest of the season, hit the hit the oh, open shots. I don't know shots. about the rest of the season. Well, no, no, no. Hit the open shots yeah, at a high no, clip. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, it's no reason to think that you can't. If you can get that from him, I mean, listen, this team, this team is ridiculous already as it is you look at the you look at up and down the lineup and you look at it you look at the fact that Kaminga only got 12 minutes and he didn't necessarily have a great shooting night but he still looked impressive out there doing Kaminga things number one thing I saw tonight when you uh, Warriors basketball from from the point of Warriors basketball is is I saw guys getting open looks repeatedly Repeated open looks, and part of that you, you you say, "Oh, well, Steph Curry's good. He runs he runs a marathon every game." Blah blah blah. But part of that is the system, and I feel that over the last two years, where things were lean, people started questioning Steve Kerr's coaching acumen. Right? People were like, "Who oh, did that?" I, I heard it, Dad. You didn't hear this. You didn't hear this. I heard coconuts. Of people. I Straight heard of coconuts. People. And I'm like, "What? What? 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 Steve, Steve Kerr is not a coach." And and you look at right now, you look at what you have going on right now, and you had Poole show up, you had JTA show up, you had Wiggins show up, JGP2, three for four, but you also saw the system work. The system worked tonight on top of uh, on top of the players making things happen. Steve Kerr's system worked. It didn't work with Kelly Oubre and Kent Bazemore. They weren't the kind of guys that you could play this kind of basketball with. But now they got guys you can play that Steve Kerr, um, uh, Popovich ball movement, but also with a little bit of of everything else that Steve Kerr was influenced by, Bulls uh, uh, sprinkled in there. And you have this system that just, oh, yeah, I just I love I love watching Steph Curry play. I love watching this team play also because the way they play basketball is oh it's so beautiful. And Dan, don't you think that every coach in the NBA, outside of like D'Antoni anyway, he definitely likes the ISO. But every coach in the NBA wants their team to play this way. So Steve Curry is not just the genius of coming up with this system, but he has everybody to a man bought into this is how we win. Not only would I say coaches in the NBA, but I would say anybody that's coaching collegiately, D1, D2, D3, JC, anybody at the high school level. When I, when I go to the playground, I want to do this. <laughs> I don't know if it works in the playground. It won't work in the playground. I'm just saying, I, I let it go to a playground and have everybody run around passing the ball, man, especially me because I'm, I'm the guy that, like, I take one shot and then I, like, clank it and they're like, okay, this guy doesn't get any more shots. I don't get the ball anymore. If I were a warrior, I'd get the ball again. <laughs> yeah, you can be – if there's a shooter and he knows he can go – you can be open on backdoor cuts all day. You ain't seeing the basketball. That's just the way it is out on the hard top. But when you're talking about basketball and the way they're playing it and this blueprint that they've designed, everybody should sit back and take notice. Everybody should literally be required to sit in, like, basketball 101 if you're a coach who wants to break into the industry and watch the Warriors play basketball. Because you're right, it's Steph Curry – but it's also the way these guys move and the ball doesn't stick and everybody plays a role. And then the way their defense translates into offense, it is really poetry. And it's 
Now you get to the point where you watch the Warriors play enough, and of course it's part of our job description because we do these post-game shows, but then when you watch somebody else play, even just watching another NBA team, I was watching the Lakers last night, and they were, who were the Lakers, were they playing, I think they were playing Miami the other night, and had just, even Miami, it's not the same basketball. They're still, they're still ISO, the ball still doesn't move, and you're like, wait, get rid of the thing. And what the Warriors are doing, again, it's special, but it's very similar in the same vein in that it's the basketball that we grew accustomed to during that championship run. And again, though, to my point, it seems so simple. It seems like it's it, the way the Warriors play basketball, in a way, if you learn to move and all these things, it seems like it would be easier on you. J- James Harden, he has to be exhausted, isoing and ca- drawing fouls uh, uh, 74 times a game. It'd be easier on you as a superstar to play this way. Kevin Durant came here because he loved that kind of basketball. Then he got here and he's like, huh, no, they, they love Steph more than they love me. I'm going to go to uh, the Brooklyn Nets. But, I'm you know, done. no, <laughs> that that style of basketball, man, I, I when I watch other teams play, no, not, I'm not entertained. I am not entertained. Are you? I am not entertained. Four, Dan, 408, here it is. We are, we're less than 15 minutes into this show. We're less than 15 minutes into this show. Uh, and and we have the Will Wiseman workout four oh eight. Well, we'll get to Wiseman, right? Yeah, <laughs> Wiseman is coming. Don't worry, Wiseman talk. We're still just we're dipping our toes into the show. We'll go nuts on Wiseman, <laughs> and you guys can absolutely join into the fray because I know you guys love to break down that man. But Wiseman didn't play tonight. We want to take part on what happened in tonight's game as the Warriors close out the four-game road trip, winning three of four, and they take care of the back-to-back, including tonight, without four of their key players, including Steph and Draymond. Also, Otto Porter and Inguodala were out. Want to open up the phone lines, 888-957-9570. Let's go out to the city and check in with one of our favorites, Mike. Mike, welcome to the show. What's going on, my man? Yeah, what's up, fellas? We've got the little herring there at the end. Almost gagged this game away, but just overall... Uh, winning so under man, I know they're Detroit and they're a subpar rebuilding team, but still, uh, it'd be a lot more competitive. And I just want to talk about Wiggins. That's the Wiggins we need to see. Uh, I think he's going to excel in his role as when Clay comes back, probably the third, fourth option. And you see, that's the perfect cure for him. He's not going to be the superstar that everybody thought he was when he was the number one pick. But I think this is the perfect spot for him. I think he's a above, uh, uh, above over uh, Harrison Barnes. I think he's got a better, so he's more versatile skills. Uh, he plays better defense, and obviously, I think he's more consistent offensively. Jordan Poole, this is huge for him. This is the type of game he needs to play. I think without Curry being down, this gives him more confidence to know that he can take over a game and score. I know it's Detroit, but still, this kid's coming into his own. And a couple of down games that he comes to his own here, and I, he, he shows he can he can light it up. And I think Jordan Poole is really ascending, and he's going to be that guy, man, next to Curry. Until Clay can work himself back when he's back, it's going to take him a while. I think Jordan Poole's got to be that other guy. He's showing he can give you 20-plus points when he gets his shot going. It's just of him getting his confidence going. But overall, I'd love to be least out the bench. Kaminga getting some valuable PT. Fellas, everything's coming into line with this team. If they just keep the pitch right here, I think they should be the team to beat in the West. And I think the Suns are the team I'm looking at that can challenge them. I think they can match up with the Warriors. But other than that, really, I think the Lakers are overhyped as usual. And Denver, we'll see. Dallas, they're too inconsistent. Fellas, man, I'm loving what I'm watching with this team. I just like the Giants. We didn't expect they would be this good, uh, fellas. And 
Uh, keep it going, man. This is fun to watch, and I'm loving it without KD, what they're doing out here. Well, meanwhile, Curry's getting MVP champion. He's building. Thanks for the time, guys. <laughs> good stick, Mike, and yeah, and also good call because watch out for those Phoenix Suns. People don't talk about this team, especially at the national level, for whatever reason, despite the fact that they won the Western Conference and went to the NBA Finals last year. Winners of 10, I'll repeat, 10 in a row, and started play tonight just a game back of the Golden State Warriors. But Mike pointed something out about Andrew Wiggins. And Wiggins, and you and I have talked about this since that Minnesota game, and there's always those games when there's an asterisk. Minnesota, of course, the team that, that traded him away, and then, of course, it was Cleveland, another team that he plays well against, the team that drafted him. LeBron didn't want him. He plays well against Toronto because the Toronto Raptors, that's the area where he's from. He, you put that proverbial carrot in front of Andrew Wiggins' mouth, and he goes off. And they had this conversation after he exploded against Minnesota about two weeks ago. They're saying, we need that every night. And since then, Andrew Wiggins, although he hasn't scored 35 like he did against Minnesota about 10 days ago, but Wiggins has shown the same level of energy and being that sort of player that can get to the rim, make things happen. Maybe he doesn't shoot threes like that of Steph, but he can be a guy that can be a volume scorer and just has to be active and engaged, and he has been since that Minnesota game, including tonight. But I don't even know if it's the active and engaged part. I feel that maybe all those years playing on bad teams – gave Andrew Wiggins sort of a, a gun-shy thing. Like, I, I I, think it boils down to confidence. I don't think that Andrew Wiggins knows he's as dope as he is, you know? He, he's on a bad team. He's with Carl Anthony Towns, one trip to the playoffs, first-round exit, and maybe he's like, I'm just a guy. But he is not just a guy, man. What do you, what do you give the, uh, the, 40, the 408 here? We had man Drew Wiggins tonight. Dude played tough. What do you, how, what do you think of man Drew Wiggins nah. for the poor nickname, nah? At buzzer, <laughs> Manju is you know, and I'm not Manju. Manju's better than than Mitten. Somebody like at the national <laughs> level was calling G- Gary GP two. Of course, his old man's the glove, and GP two is is the Mitten. Was that? Am I saying that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't work. We got to work on that. Something <laughs> else, or just call him GP two. I like that GP. But yeah, but Andrew, getting back to Andrew Wiggins. Mandrew, but Man Manju, Manju. When he plays like a grown man, we get this every time. Rarely has there been a game where Andrew Wiggins has played aggressively, took took the the ball in his hands and said, I'm gonna do things with it, and 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 flopped, okay? When he has that mindset, when he has a scorer's mindset, he scores. Yeah. Sterling, you have something? I was just gonna say that uh Wiggins' name is Maple Jordan. That's to me the best nickname <laughs> for him is Maple Jordan. Maple Jordan. But but what about Vince Carter? He's Canadian. Warriors win it 105, 102 tonight. Wiggins, as we had talked about, 27 points. Whatever you want to call the dude, he is not the same guy as we saw in the early stages of the season. Remember that? Yeah. We were talking about we just need the Andrew Wiggins from a year ago. Give me Andrew Wiggins, who was just the consistent defender. But we need that sort of energy, and he was doing this disappearing act early on in the season. Now I think, not to make excuses for the young man. But a lot of that could be contributed, obviously, to he had sustained an injury in the preseason. And then, of course, there was the whole vaccination drama that he went through. And there was a slow start to the year. He was behind the eight ball. and Maybe we're just beginning to recognize and him catching his win and catching up to speed. And also, after getting spoken to by that of Steph Curry and company, recognizing that, you know what? 
maybe I can play against every other team in the NBA that's not named Minnesota, Cleveland, and or Toronto. All right, the phone lines are backing up. Let's check things out in Ohio and say hello to Nick. Nick, what's going on? And welcome to the postgame show. Hey, Jim and Cool. Uh, just wanted to say a shout-out to uh, Kevon Looney for his tight and tough defense. Oh, yeah. And uh, getting all those rebounds, you know. Uh, also, I uh, just wanted to say, uh, you know, it's going to be great that maybe every 10 days, two weeks, uh, uh, Steph and Draymond have to sit out and rest, and then no problem with the uh, B team taking over. Anyway, that's just what I wanted to say. Here are your comments off the air. Thanks so much, Nick. Yeah, it gives Steve Kerr all sorts of confidence, right? When you can go <laughs> right, with your role yeah. players and do what they did tonight. I mean, do you do you think though that Steve do you, do you think when Steve Kerr said, "All right, Draymond, Steph, and Iggy are going to sit," what do you think the probability thought? What, what do you think the probability? How do you think he felt about this game? Man, because I, I feel honestly, I feel like he thought we're going to win this. This this is Detroit. <laughs> this is Colt McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> this is Colt McCoy of the Arizona Cardinals, okay? And and we ain't the Niners, man, okay? We're going to go put the smack down on an inferior team because our bench is better than their starting lineup. Yeah, and if you're Detroit, man, nothing's going wrong <laughs> with that place. I mean, first of all, the economy's terrible. Nobody wants to live in Detroit. Your football team sucks. Steve, Steph Curry comes to town once a year. He didn't even <laughs> show <play>. up. <laughs> right. Come on, Detroit. Hey, they, 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 have, they still have Detroit. You still have Eminem and Motown. You still have Eminem and Motown, okay, for forever. Forever. Motor City, baby. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, the Detroit is that team that you, you come in and you're like, all right, well, we'll, we'll let uh, Kamingan Company get in here and make some things happen against these guys. Uh, uh, remember the old, what was the, uh, that old Fred uh, maintenance? What was it? Um, remember when people were taking breaks and then they, what was it called, man? Anyway, the, uh, uh, oh, goodness. The maintenance. The so maintenance I got side. something for you, though, okay, Shamari, go because I know we got to just, and it's, uh, we're, we almost made it through a half an hour before we end the love affair between you and I. Because I'm going to go down a road that I know you're not going to agree with. <laughs> And maybe this will be a bit of a tease as we continue the show. But what the Warriors have been able to do early on, and again, to me, they remind me, if you watch the NCAA tournament, they remind me of a 14 seed that upsets a three seed every night. <laughs> they backdoor cut. They just do things schematically and better than the other team because they're better coached. They put bodies on people. They box out. They get rebounds. They run. They're smart. They move the ball. Guys know know exactly what to do. Everybody knows their role. And then the shooters shoot and the scorers score. Deep guys who are there exclusively for defense do their part. But I don't think it's sustainable if you're going to win a championship. I don't think the way they play basketball currently right now is something that can win an NBA championship without, of course, Steph Curry, or excuse me, without the addition of Klay Thompson. And until somebody emerges as that consistent number two, maybe it happened tonight with Jordan Poole and or Andrew Wiggins. But I don't know that you can do what they're doing tonight and win an NBA championship. I don't think it's enough. Now, I think you need somebody has to emerge as that consistent score. And I've been beating this drum. This isn't just tonight, (laughs) obviously. I've been saying this for quite some time now. That has to happen between now and an NBA championship. Still a lot of time between now and then. And keep in mind, that the cavalry is coming. We want to sneak in one more call, Shamari, and then, of course, I'll give you an, a- an opportunity to just to bark back at the uh, other side of the break. But, hey, can we get out to Sam? And, Sam, give me Sam really quick out in West Oakland before we get to the break. Sam, what's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Hey, um, 
I do have an idea. Uh, well, like I really like the way that Jordan Poole played, man. It, it was good to see him get the quality minutes. Actually, like it was more of a tune-up game for him, man, to kind of tune his game up so he get back on track whenever Curry comes back. But I do have a nickname for GP2, the son of a glove. That's his nickname. Oh, <laughs> oh Rocket. I like that. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I'll allow. I'll allow it. Yeah. Well, let Sustain. me let me just let that resonate. Let me just let that marinate over my body. Son of a glove. I really like that. <laughs> I like it. Son of a glove. Okay. All right. N- nine, so we, we've had some, some textures come in and, and say some things, man. Getting after the, me, right? The most recent one, this team is better than, 25, than the 2015 without Clay. What do you mean? You're contradicting the system. They won 2015. Yeah, I'm going to give you a chance. That looks like the same person. I was. That's what I was going to say. Well, okay. Well, well, actually, what I was going to say, some, someone was coming down Andrew Wiggins' road here. Everything's always hunky-dory when you're winning, but how will he perform in losses? I need him to score the same 27 and 35-point games in losses. Talking about Andrew Liggs, just like just like usual, everybody wants to jump on Wiggins' bandwagon because he's playing well. Wait until the Warriors lose a few games and he disappears. I don't think that's, this guy's not going anywhere. When the team needs him, Andrew Wiggins is going to step up, but he can also step back. When, okay, Steph, Dre, y'all got this? He steps back. All right, we got the phone line. We have a line open now, 888-957-9570. Got to get to a break. When we continue, tell me, do you think that they have enough to sustain until, of course, the arrival of Clay Thompson without a true number two score? To me, this is a one-dimensional team. It's all about Steph. As Steph goes, so go the Golden State Warriors. We continue with the post-game show. Warriors win at 105 to 102 to conclude the, conclude the road swing. Winners of three of four. For Shamari Plock, Block and Antofon, I'll be back right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joseph, off the switch, rotates, knocked away by Wiggins. Wiggins gets a breakaway, goes up and flushed it down with two hands. It was a race between him and Grant, and he won the race. Golden State ties their largest lead of the game. At 13, the Pistons have not won a game this year where they've been down by 10 or more. Now back to Warriors wrap-up on 95-7 The Game. Warriors hang on to win it by three over the Detroit Pistons. Conclude the road trip. Winners of three of four to go to 13 and, excuse me, now 14-2 and two on the season after 16 games. They are in front of the Phoenix Suns, who have the next best record out of the West, who are at 11-3. Time now for the Steph Curry three-point update brought to you by Masterclass. Steph has made 85 threes this season. Masterclass lets you learn from over 100 world-class instructors anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Get 15% off your annual membership at masterclass.com slash the game. Shamari Block alongside Dan Devone as we continue to talk about the Golden State Warriors and their impressive win today. Impressive in that not because they defeated the Detroit Pistons, but winners of back-to-back on the road and beating the Pistons obviously men down without the likes of Steph Curry, no Draymond Green, the veteran Otto Porter, and of course Andre Iguodala all unavailable and the Warriors somehow, some way, hang on, and they do it. And it's impressive, but an impressive in a, in a whole nother vein tonight, the way they're able to execute. And, and like I said, man, this system, the system works, okay? It's not the Princeton offense, and then you go up against Gonzaga, and then you get smothered, Dan DePote, which is what I, I think is what I think what you were getting at before we went to break, that, oh, this system's great, and it's going to be all beautiful, until the playoffs come, and then if you don't got the dogs to go down and bite people, then you're going to be out of, the, out of the dance, man. I don't know that that's true. By the way, before, before we went to break, I was searching my brain for the term load management. <laughs> and the 408, you know, brought it up uh, the, over the break. The 408 said he was looking for the term load management. All I had to do was Google reasons why LeBron will never be great. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, LeBron's LeBron. already great. We don't even want to go down that road. I'm sorry. Right? The GOAT. The GOAT is oh, what he said. He will right. never be the GOAT. I'm sorry. I was right. He'll never be the GOAT, and LeBron will never be the GOAT. It, He's it's, the it's GOAT. Not, it's not because of load management, but load management is definitely a part of it. He, he Everybody was doing it, and LeBron was like, well, I'm just going to take a night off. Why? Load management. And then, you know, it became a big deal. See, it I always thought he papers. was the one guy who didn't do it. Like, I thought he was the guy that said, yeah, I don't want to be a load management. I want to be in that sort of – and now he's like one of – that's like one of the few things I give that guy credit for. But Let's just be honest, man. For the last six seasons, LeBron James didn't start playing real basketball until the playoffs started. <laughs> like, like well, beyond load true. management. Like, he was on vacation for the first, first four months. Man, the playoffs come, then he plays, and he wins a championship, and he does his thing, man. But the, his his whole style of play was load management for the last four or five well, seasons. You got, anyway. As you get into your mid-30s and, and step Curry is going to find this out as well is that you have to pace yourself not only throughout the course of a game but throughout the course of a season and you don't have to necessarily take games off but throughout the course of a game yeah you'll go harder in some games as opposed to others and you got to make sure and you got to know your body which these guys do at this level but you got to make sure that you're hitting your stride and you're ready to go at the most important part of the of the campaign as you just mentioned that being the latter stages and in the postseason. Let's go back out to the phone lines 
and check in with Bobby, who's hanging out in Oakland, wants to talk about tonight's win. What's going on, Bobby? Hey, thanks for having me on, man. I always enjoy hearing you guys. You know, what, what tonight's game showed me how strong our bench really is, and that's the problem for the league. I mean, we got Steph, of course, and you got Clay when he gets back, but it's the style of play. It's hard to defend, and I think the way we have a plethora of scores, including Wiggins, who I think the immense talent is starting to come out. I think that, that dog in him is starting to come out because we have dogs on this team. So I think the style of play will give the league problems. I'm not sure who can actually hang with them. I mean, I, I like Toronto in the East and Milwaukee in the East, but out West, uh, Phoenix, of course, is, is, is a good challenge. But I, I see this team staying healthy, winning the championship this year, and, and for the next several years, they'll definitely be in the running for a championship. So I just want to get you guys thoughts on that. Yeah, Bobby, and you know what, Shamari, really? All of us need just to take, like, 20 seconds out and just sort of recognize, stop for that. You know, you have to take that moment of silence once in a while. I don't know if you meditate. Even if you don't meditate, they always suggest at least take like 10 seconds out and decompress. Otherwise, how are you going to get through the day? You're going to be a lunatic, especially if you live in the city like me. <laughs> Here's the thing, and I know you had your doubts. I know I did. Can you believe, and we don't know, as I said, there's a long way to go, but that this team is being considered and playing like a champion again? Because I thought, before you say anything, Shamari, again, deep press, I thought this was done. I got to be honest, I'll come clean. I didn't think the Steph Draymond Clay era would resurface with, with championship being in the same sentence of those three in my lifetime. And it has. Oh, okay. Here's my deep breath, Dan Devone. In, in through the nose. <laughs> Out through the mouth. Okay. What do you mean you didn't think it would come? See, this is the thing. This is the thing about that that idea that the dynasty was over. Steph Curry is 33, and he's playing the best basketball of his career. He's way more of a complete, complete player than he was when he was younger. I don't feel like he's lost anything physically in terms of quickness, and he's got all that that knowledge of being on multiple No, he's a great player. No teams. doubt about that. But this is the thing. When people talk about guys that could single-handedly lift a franchise, they talk about LeBron, rightfully so. They talk about KD, rightfully so. KD's never done it. He's never done it. He's playing with Westbrook and Harden. Now he's playing with Harden and Kyrie, and he still hasn't gotten the job done. Steph Curry has been has consistently been excluded from the conversation of the best player in the world at any given moment. Even, Dan, when he won two MVPs back-to-back, it was the first unanimous MVP, 400 three-pointers for the first time. Think about this, okay? Think about Steph Curry's career, and he's never been called the best player in the NBA. And you know what? I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying that. You can give that to LeBron. You give that to KD. You give that to Kawhi that year he came to Toronto or the year that he won it all with 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 the Spurs, right? But Steph Curry... He's not in that next tier with the Paul Georges of the world, with the Damian Lillards of the world. He's in that tier with LeBron and KD and Kawhi. He's that level guy. And I and I, I never thought that he was going to fall off this early in his career. So I always, always personally believe that championship was possible because all you had to do was get a couple of pieces around this dude like we have right now. And then you have the outcome that you have right now. I I get what you're saying. And I know that philosophically that sounds a lot easier. 
right? <laughs> get a few yeah. pieces around stuff, and then we'll get back to a championship. But you have to admit, and this is all this is the only thing I wanted to entertain with someone like yourself, is that there had to be levels of doubt that were creeping into your mind after the last two years. Will we ever find that secret sauce? Will we ever discover another Livingston? Is there another Barbosa out there? Is there another magic pill that we all swallowed a couple of years ago with that team and those rotations? Has that all gone by the wayside, especially after what we witnessed last night? You've talked about Kelly Oubre, the ugliness that was Baysmore and Wanamaker. That had to leave a level of doubt that we may never get back to those special times. And all I'm saying now is, wow, <laughs> it's here. That's all you can. That's all you can say is wow. But, but it was is. there a point where you said, I, 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 you gotta come clean with Doctor Dan now, Dan? Okay. Was so, there a point so you that said, I don't know that this will ever happen again after what you witnessed last year and in the year prior? Okay. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm thinking about this. I'm no. I'm trying to think. I'm thinking about this. That means, and, 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 and here, and the best I'll tell you is this: is that I, I, I wouldn't have. It's a yes or no answer. Okay, so here's the thing: <laughs> no, I didn't doubt that this team could right. win it. I did question whether they would, because yeah, you, you might not get the right pieces in there. You might not whatever. But I, I never like a lot of the the idea that the dynasty was over. So far as I'm concerned, was insane. It was insane, especially when you look at what happened in these two years. Steph Curry missed an entire stinking year. He missed a whole year. All you know, he was gone. Klay Thompson missed two. And I feel that one, when that, that year that Steph Curry was gone, people forgot how good he was. Because I remember at the beginning of last season, people were saying Damian Lillard. Like I remember watching, no, I'm sorry, not, not even last year, the year before last in the playoffs. People were putting up stats, say, oh, Damian Lillard is as good a three point shooter as Steph Curry. No, he's not. Lo- love you, Dame Dollar. Not not in Steph Curry's universe. No yeah, one his is. Universe, no right? one is. No one is. Um, but people were. But but people were had had put him into Dame Lillard territory, and he's a far greater basketball player than Dame Lillard. So if you if you remember that he's on that top tier of NBA t- players today, and then you say, well, you know, we don't need Kevin Durant. We just need a, a Andrew Wiggins playing like he's playing and and Draymond playing like he's playing and a few guys who aren't like Kelly Oubre. U- Kelly Oubre, great basketball player in his own right. He did not fit what this team did. And the other thing that you got to really, really appreciate is, is that Bob Myers and company looked at last year's team and when a lot of people were like, oh, if we can get Oubre back, they're like, Oubre's gone. Get him, get him out of there, because he doesn't. He's out of there because he doesn't fit this system. He doesn't fit with the culture. And oh yeah, he thinks he's just start over Clay Thompson. And they were like, no, no, no. They could have paid Kelly Oubre. They could have paid Oubre what uh what uh, what Charles Charlotte paid him. They could have paid him that, and he would have took it. But they were like, no, we don't need this guy. We need to go find an Otto Porter. We need to go find a Bielitsa. We need to let these young dudes come in here and develop and learn. Oh, and then oh yeah, we bring back Iguodala. Boom, problem solved. Yeah, I know. I- I understand what you're saying. I, I guess I'm just being very forthright in that I didn't I didn't know that it actually could could be recreated. After witnessing the last couple of years whether they could get back to where they were as far as being a dominant team, playing the sort of basketball they enjoyed, and we're going back to 2014, 2015, but they are. And to sit here once again and recognize the Warriors – as the best team in basketball, still so much meat on that bone as far as the season, and I don't even want to mention the postseason. That's ridiculous to do <laughs> just two weeks into November. But this is the best team as of 
16 games into the campaign with a record at 14-2 and two and playing the sort of dominant basketball that is so reminiscent of when they won their first NBA championship. I just didn't think that that would ever return. I'm just being honest, and I know whether you out there in Dub Nation want to admit it or not are right there along with me. Otherwise, I would have not, never sat here with you during the offseason and taken every other call with some coconut, I don't know, <laughs> out in Livermore saying, Bradley Bill. Hey, man, I think we need a Bradley Bill. Bill Simmons. And uh, <laughs> we ought to just unload uh, Wiggins and uh, get rid of Weissman and uh, just about everybody else except maybe Draymond and Steph. I heard that every single day. Because people forgot what Warriors basketball looked like, and they forgot what it looked like because we brought Kevin Durant to town. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. And then people are like, oh, yeah, you win, you win the championship with the megastar player. We don't need a megastar player. We're not the the, the late. Look at, look at how that worked out for the Lakers. The Lakers have Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook, <laughs> Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and, and they're a fringe playoff team right now because it, you, can, you can add up, you know, you can take all these players that, you know, hypothetically add up to 1,000, but your output's only 20 because these dudes, they step on each other's toes. They, they inhabit the same space in a basketball court. You don't, the Warriors assembled this team with optimal efficiency in mind if you really look at it. I remember, I remember talking smart, to Whitey. You have to admit, you didn't know, though, even I, I, though you get I, these guys. Did, did you I know, know GB2 plays like the did I, know they, did I know they're going to have the best record in in, uh, basket, in the NBA through the first month of the season? No, I didn't know that. But I thought that I, I thought they'd be about a four seed, and I thought that they were as good as anybody else in the Western Conference. When you talk about Yeah, well, you and I are on the same level. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that. So it, a, a, a championship – if you believe that they were as good as anybody else, then you had to believe, Dan Devone, that a championship was possible, if not this season, next season. The, the, the surprise is, is they're dominating and their backup guys are good enough to beat an NBA team. I don't care if it's a Pistons, okay? Your backups, without your three, without your two best players, and then maybe your fifth and seventh best player, right? Without those guys in the lineup, you beat a NBA team with, with Kate Cunningham was out there looking. The, the guy looked like just the Steph. Drill. Winning a game without Steph for four quarters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and and Frank Jackson, that dude was out there. How many points did he score? <laughs> How many close points did that dude? Like the, the, it's not like the Pistons just laid down. They didn't shoot great. They shot thirty three percent from three. They shot forty from the field. They didn't have a horrible shooting night though. I mean, thirty three is. If you shoot 33% from three-point, you're, you're an average three-point shooting team. If you shoot 40% from the field, you're a slightly below average NBA shooting team, right? So they didn't suck. They brought it to the Warriors, and the Warriors answered the bell with Andrew Wiggins, JTA, Kavon Looney with 12 boards, Jordan Poole, GB2, Bielitsa, and Cuffey. They came in, and they handled it, and Steph and Draymond were sitting there on the sidelines, Psyched every every loving second. It, loving it. <laughs> All right. Phone lines. We'll open them up once again at 888-957-9570. I know you guys want to get in. Go ahead. The phone lines are now open. Let's go out to Palo Alto and check in with a regular here on 95.7 The Game. Say hello to Priest. Priest, what's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, fellas? Thanks for taking my call. Hey, listen, man. We were trying to tell you guys all off season. We didn't need to go get a superstar. We've been trying to tell you guys that for the. I said last when last year started, 
that I was playing the long game. All we needed to do was get those guys ready to play with Steph last season and then this season get Clay back, Wiseman no longer a rookie, get the guys that we had better and get a couple of veterans to go with it. That's all they needed. You guys wouldn't listen. Honey, they can't do it. They don't, they don't never do this. Oh, no, no, no. Daniel Lee, those guys would never do this. Listen, man. We, we tried to – a lot of us tried to tell you guys. But you guys think you know everything. <laughs> now, are you, are you talking it. sports talk radio here at 95.7 in general or Shamari Block and Dan Avon? <laughs> I'm talking in general. Gotcha. The, the JDs, the, the YDs. And the Mets, the Stein Mets, all the guys on the that that, that run the week through the week. Nah, they never. Damian Lee, those guys can't be in the rotation. You can't. All right, Priest. Thanks so much. But you know, the one thing that I maintain is that I'm surprised, but I think you and I were sort of unified on this front that it was more about the West. And I would always point at the Phoenix Suns, and I said, "Look, if the Phoenix Suns can do it, right." And if that team can essentially do it with, we know about Devin Booker, and if, you know, you put some assembled pieces around that this team simply comes out of nowhere, why not the Warriors? Because I looked at the Western Conference and the landscape and saying the Warriors have enough there, but something, I kept saying this before the season started, that something has to pop, something we're not familiar with at this point. And I just think, I speak for a lot of people that even though there was a level of confidence in this team, I didn't see this. I didn't see this level of dominance. Let's continue with the phone call, Shamari, and go out to Doug, who's hanging out in Berkeley. Doug, what's on your mind, and welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. How you doing tonight? Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm with Shamari. I I was not as pessimistic last year. Uh, You know, Steph was getting double-teamed and triple-teamed, and he had arguably his best season. if Draymond hadn't blown up in Charlotte, we would have made the playoffs last year, okay? And we beat the Lakers. We beat the Clippers. Everybody, there was no team that we couldn't beat. We would have even made some noise in the playoffs with the pieces last year. So this year, I, I don't expect, I'm expecting to be off 14-2. No. But they were not as bad as what wound up last year. So I, I think that uh, we're on track. That's all I got to say. You know, and, and Doug brings up a good point, though, Dan, because... I'm sure he is because he patted <laughs> you on the back. Yes, agree, agree with me that flat, <laughs> flattery will get you everywhere, Bay. It'll get you everywhere. No, but but and I, I said I said this as, as many times in the offseason. The Warriors weren't, quote-unquote, a playoff team, but if it wasn't for that stupid playing tournament, they would have got at least one playoff series. But more than that, if they win four or five more games, they would have been a five or a four seed. So they they were within striking distance of four seed. And you look at the game Doug brought up where Draymond blew up at the end and they lost that game. You look at a couple of other games they missed in close fashion. And no, there's no moral victories. There are no moral victories. However, when you look at a team that was within striking distance of being a four or five seed as they were last season, while there are no moral victories, you look at this team and say, they're not far away. They weren't as far away as people thought they were. Yeah, but I still... While I agree with everything that you're saying, 
I still didn't envision this. Nobody, <laughs> no, nobody envisioned this. I just can't imagine I mean, this, this as good can, as they could have been that they were playing this sort of basketball that is so reminiscent of NBA championships of okay, just a couple but, of years but, ago. But nobody, no fan base, no fan base in the NBA envisioned their team starting out fourteen and two. That that just that just doesn't happen. That doesn't. It didn't really. I don't even think it happened last year for the Nets when they were on fire. I still feel after 16 games, they had had three or four losses already. Nobody envisions that happening. That said, you know, the the, the idea that they were going to be awful, that just that I never understood that. And I said this a whole bunch of times in the offseason. Also, I felt like for the most part, that sentiment that the Warriors were finished was was more local than it was national because no, I remember absolutely hearing, I remember hearing Stephen A. Smith and all these guys no the Warriors Stephen A. Smith the Warriors are going to be back this season. <laughs> you know, I remember hearing guys I watched ESPN and then I'm talking to people here like, oh man, if we could only get Bradley Bill and Ben Simmons in this <laughs> it'd be great. Ben Simmons is a disaster. And Andrew Wiggins is amazing. And I would say Bradley Beal and the Washington Wizards have been one of the big surprises okay, this year. Yeah. That has a lot to do with that trade of Russell Westbrook, and we can talk about that and what it's done Addition to the Los Angeles by Lakers. Subtraction. Oh, yeah. Let's go out to Pacifica, check in on the waves, and say hello to Floyd. Floyd, what's going on, and welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, thank you. So I heard that call from Palo Alto, and that was a good one. That, that, guy, that guy had some insight. Then there was a call from Berkeley blaming Draymond Green for last season. I'm sorry, man. If, if you're blaming Draymond Green for the Warriors not making it last season, the, the Romans had this little trick called crucifixion. You know, <laughs> they should be talking to you. That is so wrong. I'm just sorry. How did you guys not, like, go up your lunch a little bit when you heard that, right? Oh, we projectile vomit on just about every other call over here. That's not a, that's not a big deal. No, listen, we let you guys go. Let the callers do their thing. But you, you can't point at one game because how many games did they win that maybe because they should have lost? Green, we yeah. all know that they should have lost. Like, you can't just look at the wins or the ones that they lost and say, oh, that could have been a win because when, you, I, when I, you extrapolate it over the entire season, it all works out, I think, in the end. There's this weird sort of synergy that happens in professional Ball sports. Ball averages, yeah. You, yeah. You, lose, you lose some that you should win. You win some you should lose. And it all balances out at the end. I, just, I don't think the caller was saying Draymond Green was the reason they didn't make it. I think the caller was saying that, that game. if you look at that game and that turns out to be a win, then that moves them up almost two whole seats. But how many games, and obviously we don't know because it, it, it doesn't stand out on the top you mean, of them. You mean, you mean the ones where Draymond didn't get ejected in the oh, end? Oh, forget <laughs> about Draymond, but the ones that aren't on the forefront of our minds that they won, that they had no business winning. I mean, if we're going to play that game, right, you also have to entertain those games that were really improbable if the Warriors came up victors. And so, again, I think all that sort of stuff levels out at the end of the day. Hey, hang in there, Top Notch. We'll continue with your phone calls. Top Notch is at the top of the board, and we continue here. It's Shamari Block, it's Dan Avone in for Matt Kolsky and company as we continue the Warriors postgame show here on 95.7 The Game. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.